Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. Do you have a digital mindset? Check out Season 3 of This is Digital. Season 3 of This is Digital goes behind the scenes to reveal how digital trends show up in everyday decisions and actions, including driving profitable growth in enterprise software and how the new sports fan experience can drive revenue. Featuring guests like Chris D'Agostino of Databricks and Scott Crable of Tama Bravo. Check out the latest and greatest on Season 3 of This is Digital and learn more at westmonroe.com. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock, John and Ken on demand. That's the name of the podcast, same as the radio show, and you can listen to what you missed. All right. Well, of course, a lot of the world's attention is focused on Israel, and particularly what's going on with Hamas over the weekend. Hamas carried out a rather large scale terrorist attack on people in Israel. Uh, Of course, they come from the Gaza Strip, which has been controlled by Hamas for about 15 years now. You know, it's the size of Washington, D.C., this part of Israel. Do you know how many people live there? Two million. Two million. Yeah. That is a lot of people packed into, I don't know what the population of Washington, D.C. is, but I don't think it's two million, is it? No, it's a a tiny little strip that's uh, densely populated, and... uh, they they uh, have they have no jobs. DC is right. a little over seven hundred thousand. Oh, so there you can see yeah. the no, density of this population. The, the reason Israel Israel and Egypt on the other side blocks entry and exit is because the Palestinians who control it, the Hamas terrorist group, um, uh, can't be trusted because if you if you opened that border, they'd be pouring in and doing what they did over the weekend all the time. You know, they're, they are taught as part of the culture there that Jews have to die. They have to be exterminated. So, you know, they, they try to contain them in, in this, in this uh, it's a desert wasteland. There's nothing there. Yeah, I know. Whenever I see the video and pictures, I'm like, wow, well, I might as well just live out in the desert. And Iran props it up, and so does, uh, so does Qatar. Uh, they, they both give money out of Muslim solidarity. Well, now the only way they can get anything is on the Egypt side because Israel clearly is really clamping down on the border in an operation to obviously retaliate against Hamas. But 
also try to rescue these hostages. Uh, over 100 well, people were taken. A lot of it centers around this uh, music festival, the Supernova Music Festival, which, according to this map, was just uh, three miles to the Gaza-Israel border. So this is where the terrorists went and took a lot of the hostages. I mean, uh, they, were, they were shooting people in the streets, dragging bodies in the streets, killing children, killing elderly people, kidnapping them. I mean, this is a, a, some of the sickest stuff anybody has seen anywhere in, in quite a while. This is ISIS stuff. So, of course, Israel is going to bomb the crap out of them now. Deborah doesn't have her headphones on, so I'm going to say this, but... Um, oh, she I does saw, now. Well, she does now. I have my headphones on. Eric, no. I, I have to tell them. I saw a video online of Hamas entering a kibbutz, which is a community in Israel where there's a bunch of different families living on a piece of land, and they all work the land, and it's all a big community. And they shot a family dog point blank twice as the dog was trying to bark at the Hamas terrorists to try and keep them out of the kibbutz. That's that's it. it these really sick, violent, bar, barbaric. No, they're animals. Yeah, yeah. Except you don't see animals doing this. I don't know what to call them. I mean, they're, they're as vicious as human beings can possibly act against dogs, children, elderly people. Uh, yeah, they have to be bombed to hell. Uh, I, I mean, I mean the perpetrators do. Uh, I, I, otherwise, Israel's going to get this every day of the year. And and then other there's other terrorist groups that hate Israel. There's other countries that hate Israel. This all goes back to Iran. And I wonder what the next chess move is because Israel will flatten whatever they have to flatten on the Gaza Strip. Then, then what happens? Since this is this is Iran calling the shots what does iran do in response and then does israel go and try to take out iran's nuclear reactors which they're about two i think i read they're about two years away from from having their own nuclear weapon this music festival story is fascinating it, it was actually near dawn on saturday but people are still dancing and enjoying the music and one couple of party goers noticed on their phone small black dots they were motorized paragliders approaching from Gaza in the West. So some of the Hamas militants came in like paragliding in. Yeah. The beat of the music became confused with gunfire as the militants stormed the festival. A siren went off, incoming rockets, gunshots. Uh, some party goers continued to remain oblivious because of all the noise and confusion. They couldn't tell what was going on. Some people thought that the rocket noise was like part of the part of the festival. And then people noticed that there were bullets flying by. And as I mentioned, this is one of the places where they, they took a lot of hostages from the uh, music festival. And again, in case you don't know, Hamas took hostages because this is their way of trying to make sure that the retaliation from Israel isn't so severe that it wipes out many of their own people. So they are using this as a bargaining chip and claiming in a video released earlier today that they will execute hostages if... Israel hits any civilian locations in the uh, Gaza Strip. Uh, there's another fascinating story about the Iron Dome. Uh, clearly, you know, there are rockets going in both directions, not just Israel bombing Gaza, but uh, the militants are shooting back. And uh, they've had this Iron Dome system. It's a missile defense system. I don't know if you knew about this. They claim that it's 95.6% successful. 
and they claim that there was a bunch of rockets fired by Islamic Jihad back in May and that this system worked pretty good. I mean, basically what it is, is it's uh, trucks and other military vehicles which have this uh, missiles attached to it. And they have a radar system. They can detect an incoming rocket within two and a half to 43 miles away. So early, early on, though, they were firing rockets at a low trajectory to get under their system. Under the system, and, I and see. And that's why the early rockets did so much damage and, and killed so many people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know what The what control center calculates the location of impact, predicts whether the rocket's going to strike inhabited areas, and then it targets rockets that pose the greatest threat to urban areas and infrastructure, and eventually they sent up an intercept missile to destroy the rocket. Well, they, had, they had thousands of rockets fired. From the, oh, uh, I know. It was constant bombardment, right? Right. But um, occasionally they're running uh, they're running video on the uh, cable news channels of uh, uh, big buildings burning on the Gaza Strip. Yeah, and I haven't seen. I think there was a report earlier today about how many people have died in the Gaza Strip since Israel started to uh, retaliate, but I uh, didn't get an update on that number. But clearly that's what's still going on there. And uh, the tricky part is trying to get the hostages out. Reports that there's FBI personnel stationed in Israel trying to locate and identify any Americans who also may be uh, caught up in this. At least 11 American citizens have been confirmed to have been killed in Israel. And uh, an unknown number are probably among the uh, hostages. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. I am very late with this, and I apologize, John. What? Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. Happy Columbus Day to you. Deborah, do you have a part in this? Uh, she's in conference. Oh, she, she's in conference. Uh, she's collecting the latest news, I guess, from uh, Israel. Well, yeah, you know, I just went out to get the mail. There is no mail. I said, oh, that's right. It's indigenous people. Oh, is this a federal holiday, really? Well, oh, I saw God's a mail sake. truck, though, so I'm confused. I did I, see a mail guy go by it, in my neighborhood today, but I don't have any mail, which could, that happens occasionally. I so. thought it was one of those lesser third-tier holidays where, it, you know, like a Facebook holiday. Where oh, gets, no, no, no. It, used to be, it definitely was a federal holiday. I, I think it still is. I'm not uh, getting holiday pay. Did it get, uh, it did get <laughs> neutered when they, uh, when they dumped Columbus? Uh, well, first of all, I think it's just the city of L.A. or maybe California calls it Indigenous Peoples Day. I don't think yeah, federally they've gone no, with that. Normal yet. people still call it Columbus Day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, speaking of this, I don't want to let the moment pass. Yeah. I, th I thought of this earlier. We'd, I didn't get a chance to talk about it. And then I saw Daniel Gus, the independent journalist, send us an email on this. Um, the Democratic Socialists of America had a huge protest in New York supporting the uh, Palestinian terrorists who uh, killed all those Israelis. And this is a reminder that we have three council members here in Los Angeles who belong to the Democratic Socialists of America and got their endorsement. Uh, Nithya Raman, Hugo Soto Martinez, Eunice Hernandez, they're always in the news for doing destructive things to L.A. Uh, the Democratic Socialists of America are Marxist, communists, anarchists. They have three seats uh, the uh, on the city council. The controller, Ken Kenneth Mejia, is also one of them. They're a bad, evil, political mini party that has gotten a lot of territory on city council. And uh, their comrades uh, in New York City and Times Square were making a big ruckus 
supporting the uh, mass murder yesterday. They were flashing uh, swastikas yes, and Nazi flags. I saw that. They Yeah, they were flashing swastikas and Nazi flags. So that that is the crowd that Nithya Raman, Hugo Soto-Martinez, and Unisys Hernandez runs around with. Good job electing those three. And I know we have 600,000 uh, Jewish people who live in the L.A. area. You should be aware that about 20% of the council uh, belongs to a political party that was... Um, some of the protesters were waving Nazi flags and swastikas. Oh, it looks like I was wrong. Indigenous People's Day is a holiday in the U.S. that celebrates and honors indigenous American peoples. So it sounds like it is a federal thing. It's a federal holiday? So they, 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 uh, so Columbus is not celebrated uh, even federally anymore. Well, it says some states have chosen to mark the holiday Indigenous Peoples Day to recognize the mistreatment. 16 states still exclusively, though, call it Columbus Day. Mm. Can we take a guess what those states are? <laughs> Could they be red states? <laughs> Probably in the South. In the South, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, here it is. Well, here, all right, here's a list of states that no longer, uh, of course, California, Delaware dropped the holiday in 2009. Then Maine, New Mexico, Vermont, and D.C. renamed it Indigenous Peoples Day in 2019. So that's that's it. So what do you, the rest of them you, do? You know who gets really angry with this stuff? Italian American groups. Oh, um, right, because of Columbus. Yeah, because of Columbus. Yeah, that's. Uh, uh, they think it's a snub. Oh, they'll, that, that, those are fighting words. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, all right. I have a proclamation from two years ago from the White House. A proclamation on Indigenous Peoples Day, twenty twenty one. Joe Buscaiano, the this former was Joe's uh, first year, year in office. Count Joe Joe Buscaiano, the former councilman. I, I've seen him give speeches on on this. He is he gets enraged over the Columbus Day snub. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Finds it an insult to Italian Americans. Yeah, I insensitive, insulting. I know. Well, uh, oh, here it is. Uh, yeah, Indigenous people is not a federal holiday, but seventeen states, as well as Washington D.C., have holidays honoring Native Americans. So. It's technically not, so I guess that's why I did see a postal worker driving around the neighborhood. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. Oh, another note. We have this new research out. We have mentioned this before, but uh, a lot of celebrities and a lot of people have glommed on to diabetes drugs to lose weight. Uh, you probably are aware of the products Ozempic, Wegovy, and Rebelsis. Well, we have a brand new study out. It says you got to be careful. You can lose weight on these drugs. They do help people with diabetes lose about 15% of their body weight. And, of course, that's a big factor in, with diabetics is also being overweight. It complicates things. But this new study says they can be definite GI side effects. GI stands for gastrointestinal. Inflammation in the pancreas, obstruction of your digestive system. Now, how common these risks are in people that don't have diabetes, they're still trying to weigh this, but they are finding well, there was 8,500 reports of people with intestinal blockage. Well, from what from, I understand, so, so when you have diabetes, your pancreas is not manufacturing the insulin enough to eat up the sugar, right? Right. Insulin kind of eats the, the sugar up. So what the Ozempic or the other drugs do is they eat the sugar up in place that, of what the, the pancreas insulin. is supposed to do. Right. So you're not storing the sugar anymore because if your body's malfunctioning, the sugar gets stored as fat. 
And that's why you lose weight, because no longer is all that sugar being stored as fat. It's just being metabolized. Right. And, uh, you know, some people swear it works great. And some people have side effects. But you, you are messing with the natural digestive system. It says here, if you have diabetes and you have other complications like uncontrolled blood sugar, circulation issues, it's probably worth the risk. But they're now saying that if you do not have diabetes, trying to lose a few pounds by taking this drug probably is not worth the risk. No, the weight loss patients completely hijacked the drug. <laughs> they did. You know, it's supposed to be a way. It's a big seller. So you, 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 don't, you might be able to avoid having to inject insulin for the rest of your life if you can right. help out the pancreas eat up the sugar. But... You know, as a side effect, they lose weight. So, you know, every other West Side woman is now taking, uh, you know, oodles of, 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 of Ozempic. Uh, and I don't want an obstructed bowel. No. Another one is gastroparesis, that. which yeah. is a slower emptying of the stomach into the intestines. Gastroparesis. That's, I, don't, I, I don't want that either. I don't like that. Or the description. I don't like taking any drugs if I can avoid it of any kind. No. Never. No. No. All right. We got more coming up. Oh, well, of course. Uh, John, it's been a year since the leaked audio of the city councilman, the Kevin DeLeon, Gil Cedillo, and Nori Martinez. Remember that whole? That's yes. a year ago. Yes. Well, there's an update on the story, including a lawsuit. And Nuri Martinez finally spoke. This is a doozy, too, uh, about uh, what she had to say on those uh, recordings. <laughs> John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. I read that interview. She really is an idiot. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on from 1 to 4, then after 4 o'clock, whatever you missed, and you've missed a lot today, uh, it's the John and Ken On Demand podcast. In fact, you ought to listen Mm. after 4 o'clock. In the first hour, we talked with Aaron Cohen, a counterterrorism expert and a veteran of Israeli special operations. And he explained uh, what's going to be going on as uh, Israel attacks uh, the Gaza Strip and Hamas. It tries to free those hostages. Fascinating. I was uh, ready to enlist by the end of that I, segment. Was that right? I was. I got all wound up and I wanted to go fight somebody. All right, not to put too fine a point on it. I like when people say that, not to put too fine a point on it. Put a fine point on it. It's a mishmash. Columbus Day is still a federal holiday. So the banks were closed today. The Federal Reserve is closed. But isn't this weird? Bank of America, Citibank, and Wells closed their branches, but not Chase and TD Bank. Mm. Okay. The York Stock Exchange remained open. Uh, the U.S. Postal Service facilities are closed. Mm. Uh, L.A. County and city offices, of course, closed. But the courts were open today. But the federal courts were closed. But the county courts were open. Like I told you, a mishmash. Yeah. Does it matter? What, does it depend on whether they celebrated as Columbus or Indigenous Peoples I, Day? I don't know whether or not that played a part in this or how it came out. And I saw thousands of people showed up at the Columbus Day Parade in New York City. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. And they called it that? Yes. Oh, and oh. there's so many Italians in New York. Yeah, the Italian uh, flag colors well, why don't we just call everywhere? it Italian-Americans Day and give them back a holiday, no? Well, uh, I think I, that they want to be recognized for that day. They want that. Well, yeah, they can get a day, but if they call it Columbus, you, you step on this third well. rail, so... Nuri Martinez, remember that lady? Yeah. One of the three city council members who were caught on audio. She uh, hasn't said anything since this happened a year ago. Well, she did her first interview with LAist. LAist. I guess they turned it into a podcast. There's a few uh, uh, excerpts we need to go over. The one, well, there's several of them I really enjoy. But the one I really, yes, go ahead. The interviewer is one of these scolding woke holes. Oh, you know her? No, no, no. I could tell by oh. the questions. I read the transcript. The oh, interview. I see. Yeah. A scolding vocal. Yeah. Well, when she was asked about her comments about the Oaxacan people, right? Mm-hmm. She said, tan fios, which means they're ugly. Here was her response. I mean, what you should really say is, yeah, that's the way I talk in private. I'm an idiot if you think I'm an idiot. But instead she said, oh, my goodness. That's another thing I'll never forgive myself for. That was a horrible, insensitive thing to say. I certainly don't have anything against the Oaxacan community. I feel horrible for having insulted the community. Really? 
No, you don't. You were caught in a very <laughs> candid moment with your fellow Latino council members. She, and you thought it was funny to say that. She, yes, they all did. I don't know what came over me. Because that, that's what people do in private. They say all sort of... All oh, especially sorts of, politicians. Yes, they say rude things. Because they have to police their language more than any of us. Yes, they say rude things that they think are funny, and their friends think it funny, and everybody does this. I don't... I don't, I don't I, if, if somebody says they don't do it, I don't believe you. I think you're, you're a, a crazy liar. You, you, you want to be self-righteous, holier than thou. You want to you have a special exalted status because you don't engage in that sort of thing. Yes, you do. You just have different targets. That's right. Privately, you engage in this and just admit that. I mean, she tried to explain off the... Remember, she made the comment about uh, Mike... Uh, Mike Bonin's, Bonin's child, yes. His adopted son has, has a black child. That... Uh, well, the term I use, which supposedly means literally like a little monkey, that's, no, the, when I grew up, it had nothing to do with skin color. It was just behavior. It just meant that somebody play, just plays around a lot, horsing around. That's, that's, why, that's why you can't, there's no point doing these interviews. Because the, this interviewer yeah, is, there is, no explaining is a scolding woke hole, and they're absolutists, right? Right. And, and there's no alternate meaning. There's no uh, language uh, differential. There's no, hey, it was a private conversation. It was a bad joke. It was blah, blah, blah. You can't, you know, no, no. They, they want the death penalty. And about Gascon, remember on the audio tape, what were they, let's not forget the context of this. They were talking about redistricting and how they could get more Latino council members. Yes. That's really what Carving they were doing. Carving up the council districts to make, to give them more Hispanic districts. More representation. Yes. Well, about Gascon, she said, bleep that guy. I'm telling you, he's with the blacks. Now, how do you explain that one away? Well, she said, I walked in there really but, angry and frustrated. It was a mean and sensitive thing to say. And I didn't but, mean anything by it. You didn't mean anything by it? She meant exactly that. That's what she thinks. That's why they were having the meeting. They, they were having the meeting because they thought that uh, black voters have too much power in the council, that there are too many black council people disproportionate to the population, and that there are not enough Hispanic council people, and they have disproportionately less than they deserve. That's what they think. That's what they were talking about. The purpose of the meeting was try to rectify that imbalance. And yes. that's... And there is an imbalance. But you know what? Probably a lot of Latino people can't or won't vote. So that's the problem there. Well, the turnout traditionally stinks. It's very low. Right. So what they want to do is redraw the districts to make it impossible for a black candidate to win in a majority uh, Hispanic district. That, yeah. that, I mean, if the, you've got the population base, then get your people out to vote. That's what you have to so, do. You know, all, all they run on is either their color or their ethnicity. And, and what do you get out of that? huh? What do you get out of that when nobody is voting whether somebody is smart and cares about the, the the people in their district and does makes rational decisions. I mean, and of course, she had. You said this was a woke hole. A, a, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I have always felt that as a Latina, I've never really been given a fair shake by the media. So she has to play the race card. The coverage of these tapes, in and of itself, says it all. I think there was a deliberate, concerted effort to take snippets of the conversation, put them out to the general public. It, it doesn't matter if they're snippets. It's, well, I mean, you, you, you really think that the entire listening to the entire conversation and its context would have saved you from this? I don't think so. You know what? Most people 
weren't angry. Most people just rolled their eyes and says, what a bunch, what a bunch of idiots. Of course, that's what they do. That's what they say. That's what they think. That's what they are. And not just the, this group. I mean, let, let's count up. We, we got We got another councilman involved in some kind of uh, corruption scandal, right? John Lee. He's getting yeah. an ethics. So that's five. There's four going to jail. And then there's the, the fifth one with an ex ethics problem. These three got caught up in, in this stupid tape scandal. That's eight. You have Mike Bonin who got run out of town. That's nine. I, I, I mean, you got the three Democratic Socialist Communists. That's 12. That's the council. We only have 15 members. So, meanwhile, De Leon and Cedillo filed lawsuits We're coming up on the one-year deadline, I guess, of all this. The recording did them permanent harm to their reputations and careers. It's an invasion of privacy. Well, and you know what? It, it, it was the L.A. Times. The L.A. Times is so uh, obsessed with people's private speech. They bumped down some of the Israeli slaughter on the, on the front page of the website today. Some of the Israeli articles got pushed down off the screen in order to do exclusive coverage of this nonsense. <laughs> well, but you would think that the Times would have been a little reluctant to damage uh, Latino politicians. Oh, no, no, who no. They extol and believe have to have more power. No, right? but the, the Latino politicians were insulting uh, black Other. residents, you see. There's a hierarchy. And Oaxacans. And Oaxacans, yeah, so... No, they're, there's a they're acting like uh, right wing Republicans, right? Exactly. <laughs> so we have to expose them for all that. It's uh, it's Latino supremacists or what? I don't know what kind of a what kind of a uh, name they'd come up with. So they're they're suing, of course, the LA County Federation of Labor. That's where these council people were meeting, and I guess the president of that organization was also part of the conversation. Yeah, look at this. They got they got they got four articles. Four articles. On, on the, the on, on the anniversary of the tape being leaked. Oh, because that was their big exclusive. So they yeah, want to tell right. it as something we had. Uh-huh. We started that story off. But I'm looking at their webpage right now, and it is it's Israel calls for complete siege of Yeah, Gaza, well, they it got pushed down down the page because probably not that many people are interested in it. What's this? Tribal leaders and researchers have mapped the ancient lost suburbs of Los Angeles. What what is this? Story? It's the, where the Indian tribes lived in the uh 1500s oh we're gonna get back the land well that's that's kind of the idea yeah is that right? <laughs> the land that we took from the indigenous people well it's indigenous people's day yeah, i well, guess that makes no, sense the la times writers want to wipe out all of american civilization and its accomplishments for the last 300 years Yeah, we were raiders that's right so all that all the cities ought to be destroyed oh oh this is something we should get into when we get a chance i read an article that the next step for the anti-car yeah. Oh, yeah. is electric cars. They're not enamored with electric cars. They think electric cars cause too much environmental damage. Well, I had so, that story last week that apparently it's tire particle pollution is one of the... Right. Uh, That's one of them, yeah. I remember covering this years ago on the show before electric cars that they did not like. It's one of the most uncovered... Uh, environmental disasters of the automobile is that the tires shred and pollute the environment. EVs are worse because they're heavier, so they lose more tire uh, particles. I'm going fi to find the stories in the National Review. All right, we can so do that, it tomorrow. That's yeah. the next wave, though. because they, Oh, then what yeah. are we left with? The bicycle? Yes. Yes. The feet? And, and, <laughs> <laughs> and the bus. Except the rubber. Right, but the bus, even if it's electric, is still a... 
Yeah, no, I know, no, 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 because the manufacture of electric cars causes a tremendous amount of environmental damage. Okay. So it, they're, they, want, they want society to phase out from fossil fuels to electric cars, and then, then they'll turn on electric cars and try I to force it. us into bicycles. Uh, yes, that's bicycles or your feet or and, uh, scooters. And then we're going to run them over. John and Ken, KFI AM 645, everywhere iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, well, uh, they're still trying to come up with newer and better ways to dispose of your dead body. Uh, have you ever heard of uh, green funeral homes? Green. There's a company in Colorado that will do a natural burial. All right, so it says here the burials are done without embalming chemicals or metal caskets. They use biodegradable caskets or shrouds or, in some cases, nothing at all, according to the website. They charge $1,895 for this natural burial. That doesn't count, though, the casket or the cemetery space. And until July, they offered cremations, too. The reason this Colorado funeral home, green funeral home, is in the news is because, wow, there was such a stink coming from it that uh, it says here it seeped from the building in this small Colorado town called Cannon City for days. So police took a closer look and, uh-oh, inside a storage facility, 115 decaying bodies. I guess the guy that ran the funeral home just didn't get around to the to the burial <laughs> part. I but well, if that's if you're not going to embalm them <laughs> and secure them in a casket, then uh, yeah, they are going to return to nature and decay. But you better work fast. Uh, yeah, because they're a, they'll become a mushy, stinking mess. It's called the Return to Nature Funeral Home in Penrose, Colorado. Return. And, yeah, <laughs> the funeral home director John Halford tried to conceal the improper storage of the corpses. He claimed he was doing taxidermy at the facility. Taxidermy? <laughs> he was going to stuff the bodies? Oh, well, you know what? He's another sicko. All these guys involved in this field, they're weirdos. Oh, people I, who deal with dead bodies? Yeah. Aren't you well, we're glad somebody does the job because, you know, you need someone to properly were, were take you, care of that. You remember when we were starting out in Elmira? Did well, you play on, uh, I forget if it was a volleyball team or a broomball team. Did you do that with us? I did broom ball. Yeah. Do you remember the two brothers who were funeral home directors? I vaguely remember them now yeah. you're bringing up their names. Yes. yes. They were, they, they really creeped me out. Hmm. They kind of, brothers, they kind of looked alike. I don't know if they were twins. I remember shaking their hands and thinking, where are these hands have been, right? Really cold. And well, yeah, really cold, but they've been inside dead bodies. And it's like, I but remember. Their per, but their personalities were strange too, or they were well, just. Well, they were, they were just really deadpan. Just, That's exactly what you expect from people in this business. For yeah, them to just right. Be completely just, deadpan. Right. Just, just nothing but uh, emphasis you know, on few the words. Yeah, few, few words, and uh, their hands are kind of slimy. I... Oh, well, now we got to figure out what to do with uh, the remains of some of these people. Some, some poor woman lost her husband to lung cancer and pneumonia in August, and it looks like he was. Uh, she returned. Uh, she came. They were going to cremate him, but the ashes were never, they never arrived. So I guess he's probably one of the rotting bodies in there. <laughs> Just cremation, I think, is the way to go. Yeah, and that shouldn't I, take long. I was driving past a, a pretty large cemetery the other day, and I saw, you know, rows and rows of the, uh, 
there was nobody at the cemetery. The grave markers. The grave markers. Yeah, I said, just right, but nobody, nobody goes. And just look, kind of looked like a, a big oh, waste. Oh, it's a waste of land. Waste yeah. of land, and I, I don't understand. If, if, and why, why would you go to visit anyway? Nobody, nobody, nobody wants to. I see flowers sometimes on the, seems like somebody. Yeah, once a year somebody sends flowers, but I don't know. Oh, they don't place them there? They send them to have them delivered there? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Didn't see a soul walking on in the cemetery. All right, Conway's here. Hey now, hey, we'll uh, we'll uh, cover anything that comes out of uh, Israel and Gaza and Hamas and, and that whole horrible, horrible thing that happened over the weekend. And, and you can always remember, they're 10 hours ahead um, because this uh, attack happened in November, or in yeah. October 10, yeah. 10, so 10 hours. So two in the morning there. Uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> 10, 11, on 12, fingers? 1, 2. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and then there's a guy climbing the Ferris wheel on the Santa Monica Pier right now. Oh. <laughs> and so everybody who has kids on that Ferris wheel. You can Ferris do that? Wheel, well, you're not supposed to. Oh, not okay. supposed to. But everybody who's on that Ferris wheel now has to wait for this idiot to get down. Before do they, you think it's a vagrant? It, I, I believe there's there's got to be a mind-altering substance well, involved. Just, they spin them off into the ocean. That's yeah. what I said. Let them go. Crank it up. Just let them go flying. <laughs> That's right. Um, and then Adam Carolla. Hey, I wouldn't want my kid stuck up there. You have there. a contest. Tony, he holds on, right? Yes. Jesus. I know, I know. So we're trying to figure out what radio station he works for. <laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, and then Adam Carolla is coming on with us at 6.05. All right. How yeah, about that? That's kind of cool. Nice uh, little distraction with all the heavy news out there. All right. Conway is coming Ding dong. on. Ding dong. Crozier has the news uh, live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Digital trends show up every day in business decisions and actions. West Monroe is the number one strategic partner translating technology into financial value for companies. 
But This Is Digital podcast applies West Monroe's two decades of secrets and best practices to your business's benefit. Favorite past topics from the last three seasons include how AI and the next generation of employees are shaping the workplace, becoming a product company, Highmark's journey, and what does it mean to put the customer first? Learn more at westmonroe.com.